I had made my first $10,000 month, like my second month in and had like, oh my gosh, dad, I made $10,000. Mom, I made $10,000. Then I realized I've been doing all this stuff for my parents. Never really done anything for myself. Okay. Okay. Wait, 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 (laughs) wait, wait. Okay. Ooh. All right. This is good. This is Mm -hmm. good. I've done all of this stuff for my parents. Yeah. And never for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, what re, take me through that? Take me through that thought process because mm-hmm. that's a lot of people that I've talked to, and they're like, "I I've never done anything for me." Yeah, uh, <laughs> therapy is helping a lot with that. With me unpacking that, I've been going to therapy for the last like year and a half too. But um, you know, when I was growing up, I was always told like at the soccer games, I played soccer for a long time, basketball, mm-hmm. like. If I had good grades, I got paid for that. Okay. If I uh, scored a goal, my parents had, it was always like a do this, reward, do this, reward. So I just got in the habit of like always wanting to get rewarded, which if you're going to get rewarded, you have to look for affirmation to make sure that I'm about to get the reward. So I did that so much throughout my life going to college. If I go to college, I get a degree. That must mean I'm doing good, right? Just going back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. If I go to In-N-Out Burger University, that means I'm making good money. I'm about to be a firefighter, right? Like I'm just going back and forth. And I think for most of us, we look to our parents because those are our first superheroes, right? right? But our parents only did, they used the tools that they had to do the best that they could with us. Our parents got us to where we're at right now. We got here. They raised us right. We mm-hmm. were able to go away to school. Yeah. Um, But when you go away to school, there is no looking back and saying, am I doing okay? Mm -hmm. Then you start failing in school. Now you can't look back to your parents. So you're like, oh, my self-value is going down because I can't even get affirmation from them. So now my self-worth is down because it's always been focused on my parents and what the good job that I would get from them. As opposed to learning over time that you you can't find your affirmation in other people. Mm-hmm. It's called self-motivation. It's called self-assurance. You have to you have to put yourself first in a lot of those situations. That's why they're um it's important for you to affirm yourself. Man, yes. I'm happy that you can articulate that. Mm. Like real talk. Because there's moments where like I wouldn't that's a big I don't even know if trauma is the right word, but that's a big mm-hmm. like it's a big part of who you were at that point yeah. and then having to mature out of that. And a lot of times I don't think people can mature past, you know, hey, these are things that happened in my childhood, trauma mm-hmm. or not trauma, just because you can't articulate like, oh, this is what it was. Right. And this mm-hmm. is where it came from. But still be honorable. Yeah, absolutely. To your parents. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm not like, oh, my parents are the worst and you did this to me. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you did the best that you could to get me to that point. And then- I had to grow up. Right. I had to mature. And there's another level to this. Yeah. But I love where you brought me from. I love what you did. I love that you were even there mm-hmm. to help me along. And that that's beautiful that you can articulate that. Yeah. And still be honored. I appreciate that. I just think over time, you as you grow, you understand, especially with having two younger children, mm-hmm. me pouring into them and me affirming them is great. But sometimes... Like my wife will tell me, don't figure it out for them. Let them, if they're bickering, let them bicker for a second. See if they're going to figure it out. If my daughter's frustrated and she can't put the dress on the doll, don't just do it for her. 
Because think about what you went through or think about what my wife went through. Like there's this, wow. we're learning to parent differently. Um, and again, our parents are amazing parents, not mm-hmm. taking anything away from them. But I think I handicapped myself more because I was chasing the achievement. I mean, even as far as a key to the city in the very beginning, like that was a big achievement. And right. People were looking, I got, became the mayor. So like always had something like that in sales like coming back full of circle, getting that first $10,000 check and then realizing like, okay, I got a new goal to chase. Mm-hmm. Now my, my now my goal is to like get the car, get her uh, engagement ring for my wife, get the wedding, get the house, like all yeah. this stuff. So now my focus is on that mm-hmm. and I'm no longer like feeling that need for affirmation from other people. So your relationship with God at that point, you know, as you're processing through all of this, mm-hmm. you know, where what's what's the Holy Spirit saying during this time? I was still going to church, uh, Word of Life Christian Center, and at that point, I understood that people at my job were talking about affirmations and manifesting the universe. Mm. Those are words that I never grew up on. Never grew up on affirmations. Didn't understand what that was. Mm-hmm. So I brought a whole new thing to my job. Where before I got on the phone, I was literally having a prayer where people knew when they were walking past my desk, I'm talking to God before I get on the phone. So then people started kind of following suit and now they're writing out their prayers or their affirmation statements. And anytime we're at, you know, at the job and people are talking about universe or manifestation, mm-hmm. I'm like, no blessings in God. Hey. Just, just, you know, just to yeah, keep like, just, like, yeah, you know where my help comes from. It's different. So much so to the point that I end up getting an award um, I got like 11 out of 12 top rep awards for an entire year. Wow. And one of the kids stands up. He is like, hey, like, like super like proud of you, man, and everything. I still think you're super crazy for like giving 10% of your income to the church. But, <laughs> um, you got me thinking about church now, man. So proud of you. And I'm just like, okay, like that's where going back to my parents, like being a leader, not a follower, and just being a doer and understanding that. You know, God's my source because my mom would tell me like when things I would tell her like when things weren't going good. She's like, "Are you not doing prosperity gospel? But are you tithing? Have you been reading your Bible? I haven't seen you in church." So um, again, growing up over time, 2017, 2018, 2019, the best years, mm-hmm. making the most amount of money, doing all the things. Pandemic hits. And da, da, da. <laughs> the whole world shuts down. Yep. And I was going to church with my mom at the time. And then I now had an option. It seemed like I had an option to go to church or not. Mm. 2020 was the most amount of money I ever made in my entire life up to now. Most amount of money I ever made. Have all the things, all the cheap, like clothes, all that. Mm-hmm. And there was something missing. Big gap. And I had a daughter at the time. So we're not going to church. We have an excuse not to go to church because yeah, of pandemic, pandemic. Right. Um, relationship with God falls off so much so that I start um, like questioning God, not asking questions to understand, mm-hmm. but now questioning who he is. Mm-hmm. There's so, a difference. Because I'm getting all this kind of without you. So I don't really need to be in your presence like that. I don't... and. This is straight. This is straight from the enemy. This is not my way of thinking at all. Mm-hmm. But at that time, the enemy will just throw little nuggets out to you, throw say things, whispers in your ear that you know that just aren't right. And 
God has been with me even through those times, which just makes me that much more grateful, that much more gracious, because I know that without him, man, I I would I wouldn't be here. I'm yeah. just leaving it at that. I like that you brought that up, like, God, I'm I'm doing these things, I'm having success. And if we can be honest, I don't really need you to be successful. Like that is definitely a lie of the enemy, but it's it's one of those that's so true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like even like doing, you know, some youth ministry and stuff, it's like you can like you gotta tell your kids like you can be successful without God. Absolutely. We watch it all the time and not even like, oh, you gotta go sell your soul to the devil in Hollywood. No, mm-hmm. find a skill and be good at it. Right. God is giving you a gifting, not just spiritually and in the church, but mm-hmm. like he's truly yeah. giving you the gift of sales. Right. Mm-hmm. You can go make a, that's one of the top money making industries. You can sell something, yeah. sell anything, the higher the ticket, the item, the more money that you can make. Exactly. Like you don't need God for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so to be able to like know the difference when that lie does come up, to be like, yes, that's true, but devil, that's still a lie. Right. Like you're right. telling uh-huh. the truth, uh-huh. but you lying because mm-hmm. no, I can't be successful without God. That's not even. That's not even how we determine what success is. Anything Correct. void of God mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. unsuccessful. No matter, it's the truth and the lie. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how successful you are, if it's void of God, you're unsuccessful. Point blank. Period. That's it. You don't have anything else. That's where the affirmation of people come back into play because mm. your worldly success can be dictated by what people tell you. Mm. But what is God telling you? The yeah. lie of the enemy, understanding God's voice, which growing up in church, I never audibly heard God's voice. Mm-hmm. And now going to church, getting back into church, we'll talk about City Light, but going into church now and understanding that the only way that you recognize God's voice is by spending time with him. Mm-hmm. fasting, mm-hmm. Um, actually being in praise and worship and not looking up and see what everyone else is doing, but literally <laughs> thanking him, yeah. um, reading your word, you start to understand like where the enemy is going to try to tell you lies versus what is God saying. So that's where you're, you're being spiritually led versus like just relying on self. That's where a lot of anxiety and stress, I think, personally comes from. Mm-hmm. As much as people talk about it, is they're they're so focused on if they can handle it themselves as opposed to casting all their cares, all their doubts on God. 